0: David
1: Warner's Hamlet. Yeah, I
2: just loved Anthony Cleopatra with Patrick Stewart and it was the era of Laurence Olivier, Vivian Leigh.
1: On March the 31st, 2007, at the last ever performance in the Royal Shakespeare Theatre in Stratford-upon-Avon, the RSC's artistic director, Michael Boyd, spoke of the ghosts of all the great actors who had performed there in the walls of this historic space. Eric Porter did Barabbas in The Jew of Malta, and Shylock in The Merchant of Venice.
3: Charles Dance. He was an extra holding the flag, you know, in Henry V.
1: Ghosts they may be, but they're very much alive in the memories of the many thousands of people who've made up the audiences in that famous auditorium over the years.
4: Anthony Scherz, Spider, Richard III. uh, I'm sure people remember that with
5: with terror.
1: <laughs> it had been opened in 1932 as the Shakespeare Memorial Theatre and became the Royal Shakespeare Theatre in 1961 after the formation of the modern Royal Shakespeare Company by Sir Peter Hall. On April the 29th 2007 as part of Shakespeare's birthday celebrations members of the public were invited into the auditorium for a last look before work starts on its transformation. Many of those who turned up were long-time loyal fans of the RST. Pat Elliott's first visit was just three years after it opened in 1935.
4: My first performance was Antony and Cleopatra. Catherine Lacey played Cleopatra and Roy Emerton was Antony. I mean, at eight years old, Shakespeare would go right over one's head, but I was enchanted by the spectacle of it.
6: My name's Philip, Philip Clapson. The first time I came to Stratford, right, was uh, 50 years ago.
1: 50? 50, Five-oh 50 years?
6: Five-oh years ago, yeah, right, when I was at university at Leicester, right, we used to come over here, right, for the evening performances, okay, as students, uh, and then also in my days at university, right, I actually was rowing on the river here in the, in the regattas, so, uh, yeah, so quite a few connections, right, with Stratford, yeah.
4: I was lucky to have an aunt who lived in Stratford. I come from London originally, And from then on, really, I used to come to the theatre virtually every year and stay with my aunt and go and see everything that was on the week that I was here.
1: She has since come to live in Stratford and we'll be hearing more from Pat later. Sisters Jean and Sue Linden also brought along some memories of the 1930s, a 1939 programme. You weren't here in 1939, no, did, were they?
3: No, it was me aunt and uncle. They came for their honeymoon then and they came to see it. So, and my uncle gave it me before he died.
1: Oh, that's fantastic. So it, this is what they did on their honeymoon?
3: Yeah, so I, I think that's why you give it me because I think that's where I get my love for Stratford and Shakespeare from, from them too, yeah.
1: Yeah. What What was the production? What was it? What? It was oh, it's the best one for a honeymoon. Romantic. Oh, lovely. Much Ado do about nothing. Yeah. Perfect honeymoon. I mean.
3: Some really nice Trevor Howard. Yeah.
1: And Jeffrey Keane. Jeffrey Keane, Wow. You came to the theatre for the first time In considerably later. <laughs> yeah, 1966.
3: Yeah, to see Hamlet. David Warner, which was fantastic. Yeah. What
1: about you? What was your first uh, memory yeah, of the RST? It was.
2: Because of my sister's um, enthusiasm, I came to see Diana Rigg in Twelfth Night. Uh, David Warner was in that as well, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah. And So that sort of set me up then. So after that, then, we kept coming, didn't we? Yeah.
1: David Warner played Hamlet in Peter Hall's 1965 production. It also made a lasting impression on Sharon Cross.
0: Very much for its time, the student... Um, slightly melancholic indecisive um, epitome of of that period and I saw it with two Ophelias one with Janet Sutzman who I saw in the last performance I've seen here as in Coriolanus and also later Glenda Jackson who is almost the antithesis of Ophelia because she's such an emphatic and definite lady and it was a very interesting piece of casting. (laughs) 1965
1: also saw a juxtaposition of two classics. Edith Bullock has been coming to Stratford for 62 years, but for her, the most memorable performances go back to the 1960s. Oh, years ago, Eric Porter did
4: Barabbas in The Jew of Malta and Shylock in The Merchant of Venice,
1: and that was wonderful. I saw both, obviously. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. The 1950s was Laurence Olivier's decade at the RSC.
2: My name is Pat Newman. I first came to Stratford when I was doing my O levels with uh, three friends. We stayed a little bit bed and breakfast down the road, and it was the era of Laurence Olivier, Vivian Lee. And I remember my mother sending... We came for a week, and my mother sent me a telegram saying I passed eight O-levels, which was the icing on the cake, because we'd had a sort of wonderful time doing the whole of Stratford and lots of plays. And since then, I've just never stopped coming. If you could choose your favourite performance that you've seen oh, in Stratford. Oh, I couldn't. I've seen hundreds. I couldn't. I really couldn't. I mean, they're, they're, all, they're all different, you know? You see one Richard says better than another Richard III, one Richard II. I, I did like the, the Richard II in Bolingbroke, where they changed roles, you know, they tossed up the, the roles. Um, I loved Anthony Sher as Richard III. Or oh, recently, I just loved Anthony Cleopatra with Patrick Stewart. I loved most of them.
0: And so, to the 1970s, Sharon Cross again. One of the ones that sticks in my mind, actually, is Ian Richardson and Richard Pascoe doing Richard the Second and alternating, particularly because I saw that production when something went wrong with the mechanism by which Ian Richardson was being hauled up in the air for his last speech before he's disposed of and the night I saw it something went badly wrong with it and the poor man had to deliver the speech supported by one arm only instead of two and gallantly he continued like the professional he was Um, but it was really quite nerve-wracking at least for the half of the audience who have seen the production the other way around and knew that this wasn't meant to happen so an audible gasp went round the auditorium yeah but they, they got him down in the end they, they did yes
1: and the rst was also the venue for many a rising star jean and sue linden
3: well, i was looking at the one of the old programs the other afternoon uh, the amlet one with davy warner and what was interesting playing the player king was patrick stewart and it must have been one of the first things he did for the RSA. And now he's like, here, yeah, having been the big, big star. I know, the, uh, it was cause amazing. I know. Well, because when we used to come to see Alan Howard in all the plays, and uh, I mean a lot of us, uh, the actors that were in them plays are now stars. I mean Charles Dance, he was an extra holding the flag,
2: you know, in Henry V, and now he, he's a star. You know. Remember that Alan Howard production that um, when Henry IV part
3: two when he came on in all that gold, gold that gold. costume think, you know, because we sat up in the in the side yeah. uh, seat then, didn't we yeah, right. and it was just so effective you yeah. know the way he come down the stage didn't maybe walk walked with it all on yes so oh, heavy
1: Address Jenkins and his wife Gillian remember the 16th century transposed to the 50s in 1985
4: well a favourite the two ladies sitting under the hairdryers the 1950s um, version, if you like, uh, of uh, Merry Wives of Windsor. I think we've still got all the programmes, um, which are beginning to, to be a be a bit of a pile now. I think yeah. the very first one we saw was um, John Thor. What mm. it was, I don't know. Oh, yes. With the Toby Belch 12th Night, up in the train. The and, the and... and then, of course, <laughs> thinking back now, I had a minute to... Uh, Anthony Scherz, Spider, Richard III. Uh, I'm sure people remember
5: that with with terror.
1: (laughs) And that, believe it or not, was in 1984. Sally Arnold remembers back to the era when, for some, it was standing room only, unless you got lucky. I came as a student
5: when I was about 18, Uh, my friend and I stayed at the caravan just on the river and we came and stood at the back but one evening a gentleman came to us and said would we like um, to have his tickets because some of his party hadn't arrived and there we were in our art student duffel coats
0: and he took us down to the front. And those were the days when people actually had evening dress when they came to the theatre. So we did feel a bit silly, but we had a lovely time. Do you remember what you saw? I haven't a clue. <laughs>
1: And Jean and Sue Lyndon loved the whole experience of their trips to Stratford.
2: We used to trundle back to Birmingham on the bus, didn't we, Jean? Yeah. And it was dark and it was autumn and it was a lovely atmosphere, wasn't it? With all the yeah. lights in the trees yeah. outside. Yeah. And well, all the vendors. photos from Joe Cox, you know, and be sitting on the bus looking, <laughs> looking at them, you know. You were real fans, aren't yeah. yeah. you? planning our next visit then, didn't That's we? Yeah. And we used to say, We've enjoyed that, shall we go again? And said, Oh, go on, yeah. let's see if we can get a ticket and cuck again. Then
3: they always used to class the first
2: row, it's not a very good
3: seat, so we used to get them for £5. And sit in the front? Sitting in the front, yeah. Yeah, so every time we came we got the front seat, you know, it was
1: great. You know. Some regulars travel considerable distances. Graham Stanbridge.
6: 23 years ago, we, uh, my wife and I went to uh, the sports centre in Tiverton with our family. We saw a comedy of errors there and uh, we were so entranced by it that the following year we booked in to come up here Uh, we saw much ado and since then we have been coming up three four times a year we've got a touring caravan which we have left in a farm and the the guy who who we've known for a long time uh, said to us Graham why on earth are you taking this van backwards and forwards by the minutes you know when we're perfectly happy for a small fee to to leave it here so that's great because there were occasions during the winter when we saw something on uh, Saturday and we were back up of the following Thursday seeing something else. So um, the car knows the motorway intimately, but the caravan has has been left on on site, which has been wonderful for us.
1: And some come from even further afield, like Deirdre Edwards. I'm Canadian and I first came to uh, England in 1970 and I was then starting to study to become a nurse and I saved up four months to come to the first production that I ever came to at the RSC. And what was it? It was uh, King Lear and my daughter's seeing it now. She's 21 this year <laughs> and she's seeing it on Monday.
6: One year we, we saw Branagh doing Hamlet on the Saturday night and I think it was a birthday performance and then ended up going home and coming back on Tuesday to see Richard <laughs> III <laughs> um, and we did that in uh, a straight run. We got home about two in the morning so it's been great, you know.
0: We try and come every year, and we've been coming since... Well, I've been coming since 1975, when I first came as a 16-year-old. And Do you remember when you try and come? Yes, I saw Henry IV Parts 1 and 2 and Henry V, and it was the birthday celebration weekend, so it's actually 32 years ago this weekend. Wow. And we've celebrated our silver wedding anniversary here and yeah. lots of other occasions. Shakespeare's my hero, and I teach primary school children... And whenever I can, I try and introduce Shakespeare to them, because I think it's wonderful. They love it, yeah. yeah. Which, which plays do you teach do you Oh, teach I've done a few over the years. I've done Macbeth, I've done uh, Midsummer Night's Dream, I've done Aspects of King Lear, Aspects of Hamlet, uh, The Tempest. Well, wow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not, obviously not the whole play, but parts of it, and, and they love it.
1: David and Andrea Gaskill from Wigan. Pauline Pearson may be more local, but... She's a true fan of the RST.
5: First came in 1956 when I was 12 and I saw Alan Baddell in Hamlet. All from a school years I used to come with uh, one particular school friend. We used to uh, come early in the morning on the bus and queue up outside and if we were lucky we got seats along the back row of the stalls or if not we we stood but we were quite happy to stand in those days which I I wouldn't do now but I used to be an avid autograph hunter as well so I saw um, Charles Lawton's Lear and uh, Paul Robeson's Othello and I suppose the big harlot was this 1964 and Peter Hall's Wars of the Roses which I did see in a in a whole week (laughs) In fact, I dug up my autograph book last night and I wondered whether to bring it, but I thought, well, it's too precious, really, just in case I'd lost it.
1: And it's not just the stars who trod those famous boards. Pat Elliott, who we heard from earlier, she'd first seen productions here in the 1930s. She got her big day on that stage, too.
4: The local operatic society were doing Annie Get Your Gun. It had run very well from Tuesday until the Friday night. Packed houses good cast who worked together i was in the prompter's corner and on saturday i had gone to my friend's house our leading lady to help get the party ready and during the preparations in the morning the telephone rang annie our leading lady dashed to answer it and i heard her say pat will do it I thought, oh, well, I wonder what that is. Oh, I'm probably going to be given an instruction for prompting, you know. And she came back looking very worried and looked at me and I was told that Olive, who was playing Dolly Tate, had collapsed with bronchitis and wouldn't be able to come in to do the matinee and the evening performance. And then she said, I've told the committee that you will stand in for Dolly Tate. And a lot of thoughts went through my mind. It was now 20 past 11. The matinee started at half past two. So I heard a very unfamiliar voice saying, OK, I'll do it, as long as you get me down to the theatre now. So I came down and they put a working light up for me on the stage so that I could walk through everything. Strangely enough, I'd had a dream for many, many years, I think we all have it, actually, that we're standing, waiting to go on, and we don't know what we're going to say. Funnily enough, after that night, I never, ever had it again.
1: Although everyone I spoke to was looking forward to the new RST, their happy memories were mixed with sadness at the passing of the old theatre. Graham Stanbridge.
6: It's a very emotional day. I went in on the the tour yesterday and took... uh, Uh, photos of our favorite seats you know which are right at the back of the stools, you know s something and something else you know Uh, and that was great but we understand uh, the reasoning behind it uh, and we're sure that with the courtyard being dropped into the uh, rst that with a bit of um, panting up and seats a bit more comfortable and so on than they are in places in the courtyard that it's going to be again a wonderful experience
1: Ian Macdonald brought some of his prized programmes with him to donate to the RSC's archive. Ian, how far back do you go with the RSC? Do you remember your first...? Yes, 1951, and I saw Michael Redgrave in Richard II. Came down from Scotland, I was living in Scotland, in Dundee, and we came down by a coach party to a residential college in Barford, eight miles from here. And we came here regularly every year, and that was the first year that we came. They stayed for a week and saw all the plays. You should do five plays then. Yeah. People feel very loyal and very, you know, very. They love the RSC if they, yes. if they, love if yes. they like Shakespeare at all. What, I, 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 why, why do you think that is? I, I can't put my finger on it. It's like coming home when I come here, and I can't put my finger on why it is. Will you be sad that the RST is is being changed?
4: I am because obviously I've been coming here for, God, it's ages now, 62 years, I suppose. Yeah, I've, I've had happy times here. Ever since I came on a car, across Clopton Bridge and looked across the river and saw the theatre, that was my enchanted castle. And What do you think about it being
1: redeveloped now?
4: Uh, uh, I know it needs bringing up to date... The facilities are not good enough. And the sort of theatre has changed in 72 years. People expect different things. I was very worried when they were threatening to destroy the theatre but hoped they wouldn't because it is a listed building. I was 80 in February and whether I will be here in 2010 to go into the new theater I don't know. It has been so much of my life for so long and I just had to come today to say a last say goodbye. goodbye yeah. Yes.
1: And my thanks to Pat Elliott and everyone who shared their memories of the Royal Shakespeare Theater. It's due to reopen in 2010 and I have no doubt that Pat will be there. I'm Jane Markham, and this is a podcast production for the Royal Shakespeare Company.